This is Richard Brake, who plays Doomhead, and you're listening to The Horror Returns. Stay tuned. <laughs> Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Kevin, Brian, and Philip. How's it going, guys? It's going. I know. Good. <laughs> Nez, you been into any, uh, you been to any wrestling events lately? No, just the one in uh, Vegas when we were going off down there. But um, speaking of wrestling... Might as well dive into cool of the week. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another quick little episode of the Wrestling Return because I got to get back to work. But uh, Brian, all out, Chi Town, the return of many <laughs> people we, we already know and love, but uh the american dragon the dynamic dragon daniel bryan brian danielson yeah gotta, gotta get that name right <laughs> yeah and uh ruby soho and adam cole baby but, uh, <laughs> i don't know a single name you guys just mentioned it was it was a crazy night um, I still need to watch the rest. The only thing I saw was uh, the best in the world, CM Punk taking on, um, oh, excuse me, what's his nuts? Darby, Darby Allen. Yeah, I was the only. I was the only match that somebody threw it on YouTube, so I watched it when I got to work. I need to watch the rest uh, later. But man, what did you think of Punk? A uh, little, little rusty, little rusty, but. Uh... For being gone seven years, uh, I thought he did a damn good job in there. Uh, crowd was totally behind him. Crowd was uh, surprisingly uh, behind Darby. I thought uh, pretty much as uh, they was for him. Uh, kind of a slow match, but it picked up near the end. And uh, Darby, uh, that guy can take a beating. Yeah, I, I don't want to say Darby was carrying Punk. But uh, you can clearly see um, you got to shake off some of the dust and scrape off that rust because uh, <laughs> I'm sure he was tired. I couldn't go in there and do it. But, um, yeah, there was times where it looked like he was ta- he was huffing and puffing. And yeah. Darby was saving him by falling out of the ring. <laughs> so, but they took uh, hard bumps, man. That uh, – that, uh, Reversal off the off the top. Well, then they weren't on the top top. It looked like Punk was going to slam Darby, but then Darby just twisted and bam, came down right on Punk. That looked like it knocked the wind out of him for a minute. But um, 
uh, that go to sleep and kick Darby out of the ring. I thought that was awesome. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Darby, we love you. But he did look back really quick to see <laughs> where he was going to fall. And then he just flew out of the ring. But, man, that match was good. And everybody was hyped, man. Uh, they must have turned up the music this time because you could hear Living Color. Because uh, when he made his return, you couldn't hear shit. All you heard was that was was the crowd. And that was cool. But <laughs> it was a good match. Uh, but I, I was I was cool. Uh, I love Kenny Omega. He's badass. Period. But um, that was awesome when he was trying to hype everyone up. And then, uh, uh, well, Adam Cole came out first, and that was awesome. Of course, we knew which way direction he was gonna go. But when Daniel Bryanson came out, I, I assume he's going by the American Dragon too, because his uh, AEW shirt said American Dragon is back, and it says uh, Brian Danielson on the bottom. Yeah, he can uh, do whatever he wants now. He's not with WWE, so. Dude, they were slapping WWE in the face all night. <laughs> so um, what? what's the event you guys were talking about? This is like a different, like an offshoot, right? From uh, uh, AEW. Okay. All out pay-per-view. Um, all out PPV, huh? Yep. Um <clears throat> He can't get away from the yes chant, which was cool, but you could see that he wanted to do it, but he didn't. He just kind of held his arms to the side and ran out like he does, but it's too late. I mean, that's the yes movement took over. Yes, it started at WWE and everything, but um, yeah, it got it got full steam when he came out. Cool, so it's good to see. I still cringe. When he he does what he does, because he did go out, he had to retire for a neck injury, but he came back and he's still. So I'm just ah, uh, I, I, I man, uh, Brian, man, I love you, but I'm like, come on, man, just just take it easy. <laughs> uh, it was good to see Ruby. I mean, I love her. Yeah, she was Ruby Riot, and they did her dirty. Adam Cole was a shocker to me. I mean, not that he came to AEW, but. For them to let him go as hard as they were pushing him for a while, but I don't know. I just assume his contract was up. He said, "I'm out." But uh, uh, he, wanna, he wants to be with his girl. Yeah, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. AEW <laughs> lets go of the reins uh, really loosely, so they can uh, every wrestler can pretty much do what they want. They can do all their side hustles and, and everything. So cool, man. Um, so, um, hey, can. Uh, I hate to interrupt, but how, how does that work? So AEW, are they an actual like offshoot of WWE, or they no, people who got fed up com- with it? Completely separate company, and all all these people we're talking about are people that recently were neither their contracts were up or they were cut from the from WWE, and they're going over to AEW, and. They uh, give them a lot of uh, creative control over their over their own uh, characters or how they want to do whatever they want to do. And like Ness says, like uh, WWE prohibits people from having like side hustles, like you you know getting paid right. off YouTube and Twitch. But uh, AEW uh, allows that over there. And that's where CM Punk went, huh? Yeah, he'll, he'll you'll <clears throat> never see him WWE ever. Oh, yeah. He- uh, you can get your shirts now, everyone, because uh, mine's on its <laughs> way. Because <laughs> they shut down the internet uh, a couple weeks ago. Wow. <laughs> but as far as cool as a week, that was mine. Just to see all them 
uh, come back. We knew that we were going to go a- AEW, so which is good. So, I mean, there's... Um, we did East Society. We did do an episode. I just got to put it together and put it out, so it should be out. Uh, if not before or after you hear this, uh, it should be out, so definitely give that. We go over a lot of good stuff. But one more cool of the week was that new movie, Wild Indian, with uh, Michael Gray Eyes and Chesky Spencer. Mm. That shit, was, it was a slow, slow burn. But, man, that shit was crazy. And it was, it, it hit the feelings on some things. I mean, stuff that I've seen in my lifetime. So it, it was, uh, I had tears in my eyes in some parts. But, yeah, it, it got crazy. But it, it was a good movie, man. It wasn't very long. Um, some people were saying, oh, it was like a horror movie. It was not a horror movie. Shut the fuck up with all that. But uh, it was a good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, um, you can rent it or buy it on Amazon or it's out there. And uh, <laughs> is that the one with Jesse Eisenberg? That was a, that was surprised he was in it, but it looks like is he, he was, does he show up? Yeah, he's he's one of the executive producers. So uh, good. For oh, him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing I'm hearing good things, man. I'm hearing Oscar Oscar buzz already. Oh yeah, I, I guess I, I could see it. I mean, these some of these some of these actors, these native actors, a lot of people think they're new. These now these guys have been in the game a while, but they're just now starting to get bigger bigger roles. Um, Michael Gray has being on Fear the Walking Dead, as well as have been one of the leads in Rutherford Falls. Uh, Chesky Spencer, a lot of you. Uh, just know him as one of the wolf pack, the leader of the wolf pack in the, the Twilight movies. But he, he's been doing all, all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, it's good to see that these uh, natives, brothers and sisters and a friend of the show, Sherry, she she was in the movie as well. Uh, that was a good uh, a good little surprise. I, I didn't know. But um, oh, also another quick one. Uh, the new episode of Res- Reservation Dogs. Woo! No spoilers. Oh, my God. <laughs> So like everybody's behind. <laughs> I was like, man, I I cried through that whole episode. That one, it was it was a it was a tough one for me, but uh, it was a really good episode. Now, Pauly, Paulina, Alexis, uh, little sister, I love you. Uh, you do an amazing job in the show. So those are my cools of the week. Nice. Well, I'll jump in and just. Normally mine are either not horror related or they suck completely, but uh, <laughs> I think I may have added a couple of things to uh, my top ten list this week. Oh, nice! It's uh, a big thing. Yeah, so I watched um, Blood Red Sky. Oh, the the vampire on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> vampire on the yeah, plane. vampire on a plane. <laughs> Fucking really right. cool concept, and uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely paid off. We had uh, we had the English language stuff turned on, but you know you can tell some of them are speaking I don't know German or Czech or whatever. But uh, man, really well done, really good concept. Um, I was very happy with it. My yeah, wife actually sat all, down and watched it with me. I've heard all good things about it. Yeah, and uh. I also watched um, Werewolves Within. Uh, you guys liked it more than me. <laughs> you didn't like it? Oh, I liked it. it for fucking sure making my top ten list. That was a great. Oh, so that that's your actual cool of the week then? Oh yeah, man. All right. That was God that damn was it. really good. I was very very <laughs> impressed with it. It was funny. It's I'm quirky. glad you got, most people like it. Yeah, had the chick from uh, the AT and T commercials in it. Yes. <laughs> 
Right. (laughs) Don't spoil anything now. (laughs) Uh, But no, yeah, good, good, good movie. I was very happy with those. Nice. And I think that's about all I got. I started watching The Shed, but I'm not done with it yet. Oh, The Shed from a couple of years ago? Yeah. That's like pretty... Go ahead. Last year? No, is it, it, Brian, is it like a kid that keeps a vampire or something in his shed or something like that? Or yes. am I thinking of a different... Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> that's two years ago. Yeah, We're allowed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm about halfway through it. I'm uh, I'm definitely liking it so far. Um, I mean, I guess it's theirs to screw up, but I remember watching the trailer <laughs> and really wanting to see it. So, yeah, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty impressed so far. Keeping my attention. Brian, you got a laundry list, or I <laughs> got two shows and a movie. So, if you want to jump in, all, all I've got is a show. Okay. And it's far and away cool of the week. And I've got to ask you guys, where the fuck has Macaulay Culkin been this whole time? American Horror Story has been out because he is phenomenal. In Living this off show. that Home Alone money. <laughs> I love this new season. I I don't know. I'm only two episodes in, but I I think and AJ could tell you that I said this. I think this is my favorite favorite series since uh, Asylum. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think they're using Sarah Paulson, right? Yeah, no kidding. I didn't even know that was her. Yeah, I think I said a couple weeks ago, this is probably my favorite character of hers so far. Because it it doesn't even, like you said, it doesn't even seem like her. No, I did not know it was Sarah Paulson until AJ literally said, Is that Sarah Paulson? (laughs) The crazy lady at the grocery store? (laughs) <laughs> uh, and she's actually probably the sanest person in that town, as it turns out. But uh, yeah. oh man, just top notch, top notch. She doesn't play the the high and mighty, freaked out by everything Karen this year. No, no she she's like, what do they call it in the cabin in the woods? The harbinger. She's that crazy person that tells you to get the fuck out of here. Ah, that's oh, right. Okay. Tries to warn you, or the guy at the gas station, and yeah. anyone at number of. Texas Cabin in the Woods movies. Yeah. She's uh-huh. not as she's not as mysterious with it though. She's straight up like, get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. You know. <laughs> <just> <laughs> I will definitely say that Evan Peters and, and Francis Conroy are like totally stand out in this. Oh yeah. They're far and away my two favorite characters. So it's uh it's a great it it's a great show. I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. And I don't know. Oh, Philip, you got to start watching it. You know why? Why? Because this one is called Double Feature, and the first six episodes are one storyline, and the second six episodes are a UFO alien storyline. Oh, all right. Yeah, (laughs) I'm wondering how they connect it, because the poster has an alien making out with some weird sea creature thing. (laughs) Could be interesting. That's how you got here, Brian. Oh. <laughs> All right. That's it. Far and away. American Horror Story. Looking for more. Okay. Let's see. Um, right before we started recording, I started a, a new Hulu. I believe it's a limited series. It's a murder mystery comedy uh, oh, called, okay. um, what is it called? Uh, Only Murders in the Building. And is this Steve has, Martin uh, in it? Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena oh, Gomez. God. I'm in. 
yeah, is it is it on Amazon or uh, it's Hulu? It? It's, it's a Hulu original. Hulu. Okay. Steve yeah. Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I'm I'm only one episode in, and uh, the the gist of it is uh, basically they they all live in the same building. They have nothing to do with each other. They just kind of run into each other in a hallway, and uh, there's something going on in the building. Everybody has to evacuate. They all happen to share the same booth at a, a restaurant. And they all just happen to, uh, they just realize they all listen to the same uh, murder or true crime podcast. And uh, they end up finding out a murder happens in the building and, you know, kind of piques their interest of kind of wanting to solve the mystery themselves and try to record a podcast while doing it. Or at least that's Martin Short's uh, whole angle to it. Sounds promising. So, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm only one episode in. It's uh, around like 30 minutes an episode, and I think there's only five five episodes. So I'll probably be done with this later today after we record. Ah, so. so they they put all everything up at once then. Yeah. Uh, what was the other show I just watched? Uh, sorry, let me pull. Have it you up. seen what we do in the shadows yet? Yes, thank you, Lance. Okay. Uh, I just watched the the first two episodes of season three, and it is still fantastic. Uh, we have to watch that with AJ tonight. Yep. Uh, won't won't really spoil anything, but if uh, everything you come to love with the show is, they're still continuing it. Very nice. And the movie I caught this week is Karen. <laughs> Okay. Speaking this of uh, what's her face, Karen. <laughs> this is is it this what is, we think it is? Yes, it is. Ouch. It is about the phenomena that we've come to know as a Karen. I. <laughs> and I can't say that the movie's great. Uh huh. It does look like it's a straight for TV movie, but the the actress, yeah. uh, what is her name, uh, Taryn Manning. She's mm-hmm. from uh, Orange is the New Black, and uh, she was, uh, what was her name on Sons of Anarchy? Cherry. Oh, yeah. She's pretty good. Yeah. She plays Karen, who mm-hmm. is a Karen. That's Karen. <laughs> which is a joke in the Taren, movie. Taryn Manning as Karen. <laughs> she totally embodies everything you think a Karen is in this movie, which is probably the best part of the movie. And she embodies it so much that uh, I just read a story how she's being attacked (laughs) by white women on social media. (laughs) I'm sure. But always the white women. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, like I said, I can't say it's the, the best thing I've seen, but it, it, it was interesting to see her play this role and just kind of go through all the, like I said, everything you, you would think a Karen is. Oh, yes. <laughs> it but sounds hilarious. It, it, it's not. It's, all it, in it, good fun. All in good yeah, fun. Watch it in good fun. But I, like I said, I can't, I can't say it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. It, it does. It looks like. <laughs> Super look, made for TV, huh? Yeah, any any given day this would be straight to TV. So NBC or CBS, that that bad or a step uh, up from that at least? Uh, probably a step up. Okay, but not not a not a giant step. So 
So, so the, suck being named Karen right now. <laughs> yeah, and that that was the running joke in the movie. There was like, there's that Karen that I had a problem with. What's her name? And then somebody would be like, Karen. He was like, yeah, yeah the yeah, Karen. Yeah. The Karen. <laughs> What's her name? They're like, Karen. Like, yeah. So. Ouch. What was that movie? Oh, Heathers in the 80s. Oh, Christian yeah. Slater. And every every uh, popular girl was named... With... <laughs> Yeah, but that gives you a, a a good connotation to a name, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you imagine the the people that named their kids Karen, like I don't know, fifteen years ago, before this whole thing started. Yeah, and look and look and looking at the name, it it look almost looks like Kraken. <laughs> so <laughs> that doesn't help either. So what what's the champion, Brian? Uh, I used to have a dog named Isis. <laughs> Ouch! Before ISIS existed, well, you have a cat least, named you know, Tal- Taliban. Yeah, I, it's also an Egyptian goddess. All right, so okay. <laughs> that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm go with what we do in the shadows. Nice. All right. All right. Well, I guess that means uh, it's time for horror headlines. Brought to you by Brian. Take it away, man. All right. Uh, Guillermo del Toro has a new horror anthology coming to Netflix called The Cabinet of Curiosities. Did he produce it or actually direct it? Oh, he's James wanting it up on this one. Oh, he always does. Wow. But he did write a couple of the episodes and he is handpicking the directors and I have a list. Uh, Panos Cosmatos, who did Mandy. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a big name. Jennifer that's, Kent, who did The Babadook yep. and The Nightingale. He's getting some really big names. Uh, yeah. Vincenzo Natali, who did Splice. Okay. And David Pryor, who did The Empty Man, which I'm going to give that another try. I'm I'm hearing a lot of people actually did like that movie, and I, I see it's on uh, HBO Max now. Hmm. Okay. And a couple of new people added to the cast. Uh, Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. Crispin Glover. S.C. Davis, who was the the star of The Babadook. Uh, Can't can't uh, be bad. RoboCop himself, Peter Weller. The the RoboCop, uh, the original. Is he still alive? Yes. (laughs) I was thinking. Well, he was in Sons of Anarchy for a couple of seasons. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he like a pimp or something? I think so. Or that yeah. owned a candy like a store. Cop pimp. Yeah. A pimp that owned a candy store. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cop pimp that owned a candy store. That's him. He, he was badass in Longmire. Oh, yeah? Was that pretty recently? Well, whenever Longmire was, I don't remember. <laughs> he was there. He was, uh, I think he was another sheriff, a retired one. Okay. Spoiler alert, he was dirty, but he was badass. Does he just play cops? Dirty cops. Dirty cops. (laughs) Sounds that way. He plays the bad guy in RoboCop. Oh, that's right. Uh, Let's see. uh, They're joining already uh, people on the cast. uh, F. Murray Abraham, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, uh, quite a few people here. And some of the stories will be uh, based off uh, H.P. Lovecraft's uh, work. So 
hmm. lot going on with this series. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Lance, I thought I had a story here from you. Oh, uh, you're still watching uh, all the Walking Dead shows, right? I'm I'm watching The Walking Dead. I'm going to finish Fear, I think, but I'm not going to watch that stupid one with the younger kids. Well, you know, it was it's a terrible two-season story arc, and the second season yes. they're bringing Pollyanna McIntosh and her character. Back, back to The Walking Dead, right? No, uh, Walking Dead uh, World Beyond. Oh, no. That means I have to watch it. God damn it, Brian. My work here is done. Boy, they lost me a few seasons There you go. (laughs) I mean, I've got them all streaming. I pay for every fucking streaming service under the sun, so I guess I'm in. I love AMC, or I love The Walking Dead and Zombies, but man, that show has lost me. It lost you. (laughs) Long time ago. Let's see. Uh, Jordan Peele's on what if? Uh, what, what about what if? Marvel zombies are coming. Oh, oh next episode. yeah. When is that going to be? Okay, next week. Yeah, next week. No, this week. Oh, today, tonight. Ah, okay. Sometimes. Gonna have to stream it then. Yeah. Midnight. Oh, oh not till midnight tonight. Wolverine. I got you. You guys watched that last episode? That last episode was fucking depressing as hell. I've only oh. seen the first two. I've oh. only seen the first two. You gotta watch when Doctor. What if Doctor Strange loses his heart instead of his hands? Oh, oh. no, guys! Breaking, breaking alert! Breaking alert! Don't. I don't want to bring the show down. <sighs> but we did cover Happen Leonard. We did a whole I was, rest I, of I was saving that, Lance. All was, right. I was saving that. Yeah, that that was a blow. I won't bury the lead then. Uh, let me get this last one out. Uh, Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions inks a two-year television deal with Universal, so we'll get some more television from Jordan Peele. But yeah, hope, Lance, hopefully, like, it'll, hopefully it'll be better than the <laughs> the Twilight Zone. <laughs> well, hopefully he'll be more involved than he was with the Twilight Zone. Is that what happened? He just said, here, y'all take over. I'll put my name on it, my money behind it, and that's it, huh? Yeah, I don't think he wrote a lot James of those episodes. Watt. Yeah, he, he James Wand it. <laughs> Every time. Oh, James Wand, don't, don't fuck up next week. Oy. Or this week. I think we're in good shape. It looks really good. All right. The down part of the news here, to, as we record today, Michael K. Williams... Great, great actor passed away today. Oh no, Omar! Damn, how'd that happen? Uh, not a lot is coming out, but they're saying right now it, it might have been an accidental overdose. Uh, uh, wow! Who's that comedian that died that overdosed on coke? I guess that had fentanyl in it. And oh, that name name the one. Yeah, either yesterday or the day before. I don't know. Let me let me look it up because I haven't we're, heard uh, about that one. We're hey, we're touring Tennessee right now. We we went to Graceland and then we just went to the Country Music Hall of Fame. I've I've heard about twenty or thirty overdose death by overdose stories in the last two days. Oh, Fuquan Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen a lot of his, but I, I heard he was like an up and coming. I think it was uh, him and like two other people died. Mm. Yeah. 
I guess him and I don't know if it was his girlfriend, or, but they were saying two other people were in critical condition in the hospital. I don't know if they passed or anything, but uh, they passed. Oh, they did. Yeah, wow. uh, fentanyl laced cocaine. Wow, they not were, a good idea. Fucking opioids, man. <laughs> right, not a good idea. And while we're at it, I want to say uh, also R.I.P. to uh, Daphne Unger, a uh, wrestler, passed away. Oh. Took took her own life a couple days Damn. ago. Damn. So what's going on? Yeah, she had she had went on Instagram Live and kind of basically was getting her last words out, and then nobody can get a hold of her. And then uh, when oh her family God. got there, they found her found her unresponsive. She didn't kill herself online live, did she? No, she just kind of getting her message out there. Of Ouch. How she was feeling and then kind of signed off and then nobody can get a hold of her. And yeah, there there's people, there's numbers out there you can call, you know, people you can get a, a, a contact with, you know. If anybody listening, you know, you guys can get in contact with us, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. There's too much to explore there's too much to see there's too much to live man is that it for the news yep damn i was hoping you were gonna bring us up with something positive man there ain't nothing going on a lot of people dying all right well uh, a lot of people were born too yay right there you go the new venom movie got moved up to october 1st yay all right there we go or tom hardy action right yeah, I ain't watching it. <laughs> oh, I'm going We're to. It looks, fun. It, looks, it looks fun. It looks stupid as shit. I yeah, love the stupidity of it, man. It looks wrong. To go it see looks it. like. Do what? It looks wrong. Is what it looks like. And that's why I want to see it. It looks so terrible. I want to. It, it, I want to laugh at it. Yeah, because you will laugh at it because they're a fucking comedic duo. I don't yes. know which. I don't know which one's the dummy though. Tom Hardy. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's zooming? Who, huh? They better not multiverse bring them into the MCU because no, that's not going to happen. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. It's man. Sony. They might. The yeah, thing. they might. They did with Spider Man, but they that's a Doc whole Rock different animal. All them. Fucking Woody Harrelson and his stupid hair, man. I don't. <laughs> okay, they might as well brought in Woody from Toy Story to play Carnage, huh? I would have went and watched it there. <laughs> okay. I hope they don't bring your boy in because he was a terrible Green Goblin. Oh no! Who <laughs> he, talk- oh, he doesn't exist. Oh, he doesn't exist. <laughs> his, All right. time, his timeline was canceled. That, that's good to know. So, you guys ready? Yep. Time to All take right. a trip. All right, I'm in Tennessee. Naz, where are you? I'm in Reno. There's plenty of trailer parks. You're in Reno. There we go. Trailer park capital of the fucking West, from what I understand. As uh, as certain uh, co-hosts have told us from the Padded Room podcast. So, let's take that trip. Come on, boys. Yeehaw! Let's go. Going down to the trailer park. Watch out for them meth labs. <laughs> Explosive. All right, Brian's going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Um, but maybe tonight the cheesy, but let's see. What's up, Brian? Uh, this is the second year of Blumhouse and Amazon's uh, partnership. 
uh, called Welcome to the Blumhouse. Uh, four more movies coming this year to Amazon Prime. Uh, first one is Bingo Hell, which I will definitely <laughs> support because it is directed by the lovely Gigi Saul Guerrero. Really? And starring okay. friend of the show, Richard Brake. Well, I'm I'm back in. I mean, I I was not in at all when I saw the the trailer on any of these, except maybe a super drunken or stoned Saturday night. But it, you're naming a couple of big names, so I'm rethinking it now. Uh, let's How see. Richard Brake not be your first call for a fucking bad guy in a horror movie. Oh no shit, Brake's <laughs> perfect. Uh, second movie is Black as Night. I believe this is a vampire movie. This is directed by Marty oh, Lee Go. Yes, I did. I did hear them mention vampires in the trailer. Second, or excuse me, third movie is Madres. Uh, this is directed by Ryan Zaragoza. Uh, and the fourth movie is The Manor. This one uh, stars uh, Barbara Hershey and Bruce Davidson. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, got some cred there for sure. Uh, I I watched all four of the movies last year. They they weren't great. I think I actually only really liked one of them, which I don't even remember which one it was. Kind of kind of what I was worried about when I saw this. But yeah, uh, but I, I will say, me watching those previous four and watching this trailer, it looks like they're going more horror than okay. they did with those uh, four previous movies. Because uh, I would say the others were. Between the the genres of thriller, science fiction, drama, huh. these ones look like more straight up horror movies. Yeah, with a little comedy mixed in, maybe right. Yeah, yeah, that one was a vampire comedy for sure, which seems to be the uh, going thing at the moment. Yep. But uh, yeah, my money's on Bingo Hell. Uh, yeah, Bingo Hell with GG. Yeah. I I right. we'll I ain't I ain't gonna lie, Gigi. I got a crush on you. I know you. Well, listening. who doesn't? We almost <laughs> we sake. almost had that interview with you. Uh it's but, not over. It's not yeah. over till it's over, Brian. But uh, on a serious note, uh, everything I've seen from her, I've liked. So I think she's a super talented uh, filmmaker. And uh, like I like I said, you got you got Richard Brake, and like like Phil said, you know, it looks like he's the the, the villain in the movie. So. You're, you're hitting all the right notes with me on that one. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be the best one. Well, and we're all paying for Prime anyway, so who are, who are we kidding? We're going to watch all four of them. Yeah. Nez? I didn't watch any of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Bingo Hell and... Black as Night are going to come out October 1st on Prime, and then the following week, Madres and The Manor on October 8th. Okay. That's it. Ain't no fucking trailers coming out, so. Yeah. COVID round two. Uh, oh, round two. <laughs> well, yeah, so. I mean, with the fucking trailers, they're pushing everything back and stuff. I know. They, what, why? I mean, at this point, I think we've kind of come to accept that this is just the new normal now. 
Yeah, and the new normal yeah. is people don't want to get sick and yeah. they don't want to go to the theater because <laughs> I I well, will say stream it then for fuck's sake, man. Then they're losing money. Yeah. But are they really losing that much? I mean, think about it, man. No. Streaming is the new is the new movie theater, right? Did, no, did no, no, Disney's, no, no, no. Disney's in a couple lawsuits because of it. Well, I'm wondering, if, did they really not make that much money at the thirty dollars a pop for the stuff that you? But once it hits, once it's online, then it's 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 out there. Yeah, I know. That's and I get it. there there's if if they would have did same day as Disney Plus for Shang Chi, right. but Shang Chi just uh, smashed the. Labor Day weekend with uh, ninety million dollars over the oh, wow. the weekend. It would have never hit ninety million if they would have went same day. No, yeah, because no yeah, pun intended. It, no? The the second it's the second it's streaming anywhere, it's pretty easy to find. That like I'm still having a hard time finding some movies that are. In they're the gonna theater. they're like, gonna figure that out. They're gonna figure that out. Because uh, uh, there's money to be made, and even after COVID, there's a lot of people that just don't want to leave the house to go see a movie. So it's inevitable, yeah. and I, I can assure you, man, they're they're going to figure out a way to make enough people, you know, pay a big enough fine or start putting people in jail or something. No, well, don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that. Well, well do, the yeah. studios are making plenty of fucking money. It's the actors that are suffering, which yeah, is, you don't want that. Lawsuit. Yeah. Did you guys see the movie? No, I'm going. Uh, I'm going this week. Oh man! Stay all the way to the end. There's two scenes. Oh, nice. Good to know. One I heard one. Yeah. I heard one was stupid as hell. Uh oh. Mm, no, there's two. It's Actually, just... I, the way I heard it, the one that was stupid should have been the first one, and the one that was good should have been the last one. That's what I heard. Uh, hmm. Well, no, I mean, I liked what the last one was. It's just showing to to what's coming so i i was all right with it but okay cool um the movie was fucking awesome that's yeah. what i'm hearing yeah. from everybody oh, all right. man that's all i needed to hear it was hella good definitely in my uh my top 10 or do we do we, do we even have top 10 we, we do a comic book movies list on e-society yes so it's this, your problem at the end of every year is that you always have a hundred movies in your top ten somehow. Uh, I don't know how. We split it in the uh, regular movies and comic book, and uh, now we got to do comic book TV show or, or uh, Disney and Star Wars TV shows because they 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 were throwing them at us left and right this year. So right, right. We'll see. Still waiting for that season four of Cobra Kai in a couple months. Carmen. They say we're supposed to get Hawkeye before the end of the year is over. Yeah, and uh, I think there was another show too. I'm, oh, uh, uh, Miss so, Marvel, I think. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yep. Huh. So, okay. Well. I play for Eternals and Spider Man, so uh, we'll see. But. Well, good news with the because Shang Chi j- did so good. I don't think they're going to delay Eternals unless shit gets I hope not. super bad. Yeah, because Delang Black, I think Delang Black Widow was probably not the right call on no. retrospect. But then again, uh-huh. I think they should have released it in the timeline of where it actually occurred instead yeah. of waiting ten years uh, after. That, the- that, that, that's Marvel waiting for fucking Wonder Woman to come out to see how. I guess that would do. Well, it was better than Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter who's in like. 
I don't think people have a problem with the female lead in the fucking movie. Just oh, it's the studios. Make the fucking movie good. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, imagine that. What a concept. <laughs> well, what a we'll story. Never, we'll never see Scarlet again. Oh, I uh, know. That's a shame. Not in this even, universe. He didn't even do her voice in uh, What If? It was someone else. I didn't do a lot of people's voices. I know. Like, what What the hell are you guys doing that you can't do it? I mean, I understand uh, Robert Downey, but... <coughs> Christopher Evans, he could have came in and did a couple lines of Captain America. It's not like he's right. well, knocking. They could have done it over Skype from their house. Exactly. For that matter. You know, this is the 21st century. Yeah, um, Hawkeye, for that. Hawkeye series premiere November 24th, by the way. Yeah, yeah. there you go. But taking it back to horror, Brian, are you going to get that? Um, did you get that Friday 13th box set? The Steelbook? No, but did you get the big box set? Oh yeah, the Screen Factory. Yeah, so are you yeah. getting the book? <laughs> I I might because it, it look it'll look nice on the shelf. Yeah, but I'm just like good. this. It'll be like my fourth set. I, I don't like, know what? if I need four. <laughs> how, many, how many different copies of Friday the Thirteenth do you need? <laughs> yeah. yeah, from VHS, DVD to Blu-ray. And- as soon as a 4K one comes out, I'm sure I'll get it. <laughs> but this one, uh, I'm gonna get it. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it'll it'll look good next to the rest of my Friday the 13th. Friday. Yeah, I'll probably end up getting it. Fucking steel books and shit. All right, well let's move on to listener feedback. We're uh, skipping most of it this week, but uh, this week the podcast spotlight shines on the horror virgin. Ooh, sounds sexy. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie uh, are you a fanatic or a fraidy cat love them or loathe them either way we've got a uh, we got you covered each week horror fan mikey will take over horror virgin todd through the encyclopedia of horror one movie at a time uh, we'll discuss classics as well as fan favorites with the occasional new release thrown in for good measure uh, mikey will make inappropriate todd scream like a girl at every jump scare, every single one. It's hilarious. <laughs> Prepare yourself for spoilers, tangents, and lots of irreverent fun. Uh, <laughs> that is such a great fucking idea. I like it. Like, because, you know, showing somebody a really classic horror movie that they've never seen before is always great. And you're, like, looking at them to look at their reaction to, you know, like yeah. showing somebody Evil Dead 2. Oh, the fanatic. Or the fanatic. I almost got my wife to watch the fanatic today. She hasn't watched it. No, it's coming. <laughs> Usually, if I finally force her to watch something that she doesn't want to watch, she'll just play on her phone the whole time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're skipping uh, skipping listener feedback this week for scheduling reasons. But it shall return. Um, the, the horror virgin. Huh? What's that? Are you a horror virgin? Do any of you guys listen to the horror virgin? Yeah. That show's hella funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta check that out, then. It's, it's a cool fucking idea, man. Romancing the pod. That show's funny, too. It's <laughs> all three of them talking about love love movies. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> if you want love movies, get ready for a new uh, love society that's coming. Lance, okay. just, he just subscribed. 
as if we were I talking. love movies. I am subscribing like to the Horror Virgin. Like, <laughs> like the, 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 the time Dallas? The time-traveling classic, uh, Dirty Dancing, that kind of love story. Oh, Lord. We've already covered that. AJ (laughs) made us cover that movie, Dirty Dancing. Remember? That that was about time travel. Time travel? They traveled to the 80s to get that hit song, then went back. Whatever year that was, to play it and dance to it. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. um, the one that last one I was listening to was the um, the wedding singer. The, they were doing that one. Um, but the newest uh, horror virgin pod, the newest episode, they're doing uh, Jordan Peele's uh, Get Out. Mm-hmm. So, they're, they're 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 fucking hilarious. All three of them. What what's it what's it called again? The Horror Virgin. All right. Yeah, I just subscribed. They're, they're, it's a good show. They got they got a lot of episodes and. When they do their fun facts, um, what's her name? Uh, the chick. Um, God damn it. Brian, what's her name? Um, well, don't put it on me. I don't know either. So do they, so do they uh, uh, let me guess. The, the, um, is that her name? That sounds right. Yeah, I think that's your name. Sounds it, like a wrestler. Sorry, Paige. Um, I think Shout out to Paige, the wrestler. She might be yeah. coming back. Yeah. Ooh, so fine. Anyway, so, so I'm, ge- I'm guessing on the horror virgin they have somebody who's never seen the horror movie before. Yeah, Todd. He, he doesn't. Okay. Like- He's the virgin. Yeah. So they make them. They make him watch it. But when they do their fun facts, I mean, they really, really dive into their uh, their knowledge of uh, just the, all the facts of the movies that, that not a lot of people know. I've learned a lot of stuff oh. from old movies that I've seen a billion times uh, on their show. That I find out when they do their fun facts, I always find out something new. So it's cool. I learned a lot of shit about Get Out, and I've seen that movie a million times. They went into mm-hmm. they went into a discussion on the uh, when they're showing the opening credits. There's a, a song playing in the oh, back. Oh yeah, yeah. And and uh, it was uh, sung in Swahili, and I didn't know that. And but what they were saying in Swahili was basically a warning to um, the kid, like don't don't go there, watch out. Oh wow! Get, okay. get out, get out if of only there. he can hear the theme song. Yeah, it it was. I was like, well, I, I mean, I've seen that movie a bunch of times, and I didn't, I didn't know all that. But I mean, they really, they know their shit. I mean, they really do their research uh, with the movies. But they're hilarious. All three of them work uh, off of each other. I want to say, I think her name is Paige. Sorry if it's not, but I believe she's a comedian down in L.A. So. She's she's quick with the puns. All of them are. They're hella funny, especially when I'm they do check it out. Their little musical numbers when they when they're singing and everything. Those that's crazy. But um, right off the top of their head, they'll do a do a song, <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> but it's a it's a good show. If any of you guys that aren't listening, definitely check out the horror version. Horror version. Uh, real it's quick, can I popping cherries? Can I can we double dip on the podcast spotlight, Lance? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I want to shout out uh, Pod Mortem. Uh, they just recently uh, hit the fifty thousand download. Nice. Mark, okay. So, uh, shout out to them. Excellent podcast. Great chemistry. It's a uh, brother, sister, and the sister's uh, husband on there, and they they just they 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 are funny. So definitely check them out too. All right. That sounded like an Alabama intro. There's a lot of sisters and husbands and what. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, skipping feedback this week, but uh, our show intro comes from uh, Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks, um, and our artwork is from Natsulani. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out, uh, please check out Patreon. Uh, we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount, or for $5 or more a month. Um, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Um, and if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple podcast review. And uh, you may want a steelbook or some other sort of prize. Something. Make it happen. <laughs> um, and now for our featured attractions. I'm I'm curious this week. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to start with uh, it's single thing. room horror. Uh, so we're going to start with Green Room um, Classic, and uh, we're going to end with We Have to Do Something, which yeah. I think that's wrong. We need we need to do something, right? I yeah, think I wrote it down the wrong who, way. We yeah, need who, to do something. Who did these notes? <laughs> yes, you're right. It is We Need to Do Something, because I searched for We Have to Do Something first, and nothing came up. So ah, we need to do there you go. Got to be more specific with the something you need to do, right? Generic horror movie name. <laughs> uh, but let's start with the green room. Uh, a band staying in uh, a band straying into a secluded part of the Pacific Northwest stumbles onto a horrific act of violence. Uh, because they are the only witnesses, they become the targets of a terrifying gang of skinheads who wants to make sure all the evidence is eliminated. Uh, director and writer Jer- uh, Jeremy Salnier, um, also known for Blue Ruin. And Murder Party. Great movies. Good good yeah. stuff. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart said in an <laughs> interview that when he finished reading the script at a country home in England, it was so terrifying that he locked up his house, turned on the security system, and poured himself a scotch. Uh, <laughs> like I'm he sure doesn't he... want to do that every night. <laughs> you got skinheads living next to him or something? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Out of Malibu. Huh? No, England. <laughs> Uh, he then knew that uh, he wanted to play the direct uh, play the Darcy Banker role because the character that horrifying would be an incredible challenge and make for a compelling movie. Uh, he pulled it off. Um, while the tracks were recorded separately and the stage uh, then the stage performances, uh, the actors and actresses actually performed their songs. Awesome. Um, it was super punky, so it's not like it was that hard. Uh, <laughs> Anton Yelchin and Aaliyah Shawkat all, uh, already knew how to play their instruments, but according to uh, jo- Jeremy Sound here, uh, Callum Turner had no experience with any sort of music. Uh, Joe Cole also learned to play drums specifically for this movie. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Green Room. Uh, Brian, you want to start us out with this guy? I love this movie. It's good, huh? I Jeremy, I'm a fan of Jeremy Solnier, so I'll, I'll check out anything he has coming out. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Anton Yelchin. I just love the whole setup of this this band. This, uh, I, you know what? And I and I dig how they do things. They're totally off the grid. Yeah. No social media, just taking gigs, just kind of getting by. You know, letting the music speak for itself, and you know and it was they. A- Totally different movie at the beginning of it, you know? Yeah. With with them doing their band thing. And they, you know, they take this gig and 
which you know i i applaud them for for taking it because you know it's it's a, it's a definitely a sketchy fucking thing to do yeah i don't know if they quite knew what they were getting into though yeah and it, it was Safe also they didn't. super sketchy playing a song you know, nazi punks fuck off or whatever oh, the fucking yeah. song was. well i have time yelshin said hey guys i've got a really stupid idea <laughs> and boy yeah. I like how he tried to back out, and the, the one chick was like, you back out now, I tell everybody you're a Jew. Right? <laughs> That's right. But uh, once once uh, that that moment turns in the movie and it becomes something else, it mm-hmm. it's fucking badass. And I just, I, I just love this situation where they're stuck in this room trying to figure out where they're going to go next. And, and then uh, Sir Patrick Stewart him playing this role was like, what the fuck, you know, cause you, you have an idea of Patrick Stewart in your head. And then once he comes in as the, the leader of a, a skinhead group, just kind of blows your mind. And, you know, he was very, uh, he played that, that calm, cool, collected person, yeah. you know, you know, I, we gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta do that. We gotta get rid of the evidence. We gotta, you know, just very calculated in everything he's doing. Like, I kept wondering so many times, especially from him, like, if they'd have played their card different, if they'd have played their cards differently, would they have gotten out of there? I think so. If, uh, what's her name when they left her phone? I think yeah. they they were rushing them out of there, so. Right, yeah. Yeah, just play the, play the gig and get out of there, right? Yeah, and another movie where I think Imogen Poots is fucking good in. Yeah, there's been a few. I don't know how she I feel be. about her hair. And then but there was Black Christmas. <laughs> I wasn't trying to mention it, Lance, but... Okay. Yeah. But there it is. Sorry, Philip. <laughs> well, you know what? She's not bad in Black Christmas. Oh, the, come on. The movie's just... No, <laughs> she's she, pretty she, bad. No, she wasn't. I, the, no, the, it wasn't movie, the movie. It was the movie. Agreed to disagree. Is great in everything that I've seen her in so far. The movie was good. I even liked her in oh, that, that Need for it. Speed movie. I liked her in that one. <laughs> okay. But yeah, the the violence is fucking. Once it fucking starts yeah, happening, it's very, fucking amped up. Very, very graphic, realistic looking. Very graphic. Oh my God. The 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 practical effects on the gore look yeah. fantastic. And yeah, then, I hate to be specific, but I think we all we all know what we're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that was terrifying. And every I've seen this movie a bunch of times, and every time I just I just can't help but think, you know, where Anton Yelchin would be because he was such a talented actor. Yeah, and I, I loved him in this movie. And I feel for everybody that died in the movie. You like you you were rooting for them to get out, you know, and. It just it didn't work like that for a lot of them and yeah. or practically all of them. But, you know, you, you knew it wasn't going to go well. <laughs> once once they went back into that green room and, and saw that body there, you, you, you knew it was over. <laughs> yeah, well, that's and, what I'm saying. Even after that, I think you think they still could have gotten out, talked their no, way out. No, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's a possibility. Probably not. Patrick Stewart made it sound like it was possible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He was very convincing, right? I mean, yeah. it, how do you not trust Jean Luc Picard, right? I, you know, I, I don't think so because they were going to kill the guys that killed the girl. Definitely. Yeah. They they, they were, gave they, they gave him the lace drugs. 
Oh, yeah. So he's very, like I said, calculated, and he covers all his tracks. So if they would have never went back for the phone, yes, they would have gotten out of there. But he, he had to go back for the phone, and tried to run out of there calling 911 and uh and making blair pops up in here i, I like making oh, blair yeah. he's in all of jeremy saulnier's movies right yeah uh direct writer and director of the upcoming toxic avenger remake really kevin bacon's the villain in that one and peter <laughs> dinklage from what i hear is the avenger is, is the avenger huh little, little toxy huh but yeah but maybe I, if they hadn't let him like round them back up in the green room maybe they could have got out at least i feel like there's some there's decisions that were made here that may not have been the best yeah that that happens man (laughs) yeah i think it seems like making blair's character wasn't really about this life yeah and they kind of made it it kind of seemed like he was in charge of this this plan yeah. that was going down, and I think maybe it would have went differently if uh, Patrick Stewart's character was there. Yeah, yeah. So it but, did didn't go well. No. As a result. And I'm a big MMA guy, and there's a guy that knows jujitsu, and he breaks somebody's arm, and yes. that was fucking mm-hmm. awesome too. It was great. Also looked super real. <laughs> don't cross your legs, fucking jerk. No. <laughs> <laughs> On an arm bar, you don't do that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Lance, what do you think? I mean, I, from the beginning of this movie, I couldn't help but think of a really, really close friend of the show, Darren Wilson, because he's told me so many stories about um, when he was in a punk band traveling, uh, usually in a in a broken down van like this. I don't know if they siphon people's gas or not. I mean, Darren, you can tell us off air if that happened, but uh Definitely the scene where they ended up in the cornfield because the guy driving passed out from driving all night and just, you know, kind of fell asleep at the wheel. Definitely believable. Um, the, the the scene where they, they crashed with the guy, I think that happens a lot, especially in, in uh, punk and indie music. where They were all splitting, what, $3 each or something like that when they finished the one gig? Hey, they got <laughs> rice and beans. Right. He ran out with the rice and the beans. Yeah, definitely a, a punk rock movie for sure. But um, like you said, Brian, when when they get to that one point and they can't can't really can't really go back at that at that point, it does That's become a hell complete, of a left turn. Completely yeah. different movie. Total total and, left turn. And I I love the build up for it. Just him sticking his arm out that door, and then Imogen yeah. Poots looking through the the grate, and she she sees those guys with the red laces, and then she's yeah. just like. They're gonna kill she us. Knew. So that my question is this: the movie for me. My my question is this: How did she end up there? Was she part of that scene, or was she just friends with a girl, or was she just like there for drugs, or what? I think they were selling drugs, weren't they? Is that what it was? Okay. I think she was part of the scene with the girl who was trying to get out. With the with one, the one with guy, one of the main dudes. Okay, I gotcha. Well, and they found it, out and had they were probably gonna kill them both. She de- she definitely um, stepped up. <laughs> she she knew a thing or two once, yeah, once, there, once the chips were down for sure. There was more to the story because even when they're trying to kill the band, he Patrick Stewart's character he didn't want her hurt. 
Right. So there was more to the story. So and then you got the the little uh, uh, mention of uh, when Patrick Stewart finds that baseball bat in the trunk. Oh yeah. So I I took it as uh, it was used in a murder and yeah that guy was holding on to it for kind of leverage. Yeah. Okay. So there, there was there was a, right. there was a so, whole another story going on. Yeah. So maybe so maybe this movie would have made a better novel, right? Like a three hundred page novel because there was so much shit you know going on and backstories that we never really totally learned about. But I I definitely love the the paintball story. And it's kind of like, you know, when the odds are against you that much, what the fuck else are you going to do? Just run yeah. out there and get splattered with paintballs. <laughs> and those things bruise like a motherfucker, by the way. <laughs> Anybody who's ever played. But, Put um, yeah. Table and get out there. <laughs> they played no, real war, man. <laughs> I definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, definitely one, I think it's one of Anton Yelchin's best, you know, best performances and, had he still been around, he 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 would he would still be doing you know good stuff now. I don't know if if he's quite you know Oscar material or not, but I guess that would have played out had he had he stuck around. But uh, yeah, good man. good movie. I've I've never yeah I'm Brian. I've never seen a Saulnier movie that I didn't like. Chekhov, Lance. He mm-hmm. was a good Chekhov. Yeah. Yeah. So are they going to replace him with another character or? I don't. I don't I don't think they're continuing with that cast. They are. I mean, they they are. There's there's a there's another yeah. movie in the works, man. See, yeah. but I feel like he would have been. You know how Imogen Poots has done like two or three movies that are kind of indie with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet you that would have been Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I, I agree. Sense. And yep. I bet you he'd be better in those roles. I think and he would have been pumping out movies <laughs> like this or. Yeah. Uh, What's that one she did? Uh, Vivarium? Stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Or The Art of Self-Defense. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Some <laughs> good great. stuff, man. Yeah, you're right. Ed Town Yelchin definitely would have stayed primarily an indie actor and then gotten his millions from Star Trek and, you know, done other than that, done movies he just wanted to do. They just stuck that kid in his Spider-Man or some shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Uh, he's too old. We yeah. will never know, though, will we? Nah, it's such a shitty way for him to die, too. I know, mm. man. Like, what a, like, I hate to say there were probably drugs involved, but when you run yourself over with your own car. Well, they, they no, they said it was a, a defect in the car. Just a freak fucking accident. That's yeah. crazy. Checking his mail, and like they said, the defect in the, in the gears, it switched gears, and... Just fucking backed into him. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I'm I'm actually okay in the movie where where they didn't maybe go into so much detail on every little thing. They just yeah. threw a few little extra things in there that weren't necessarily important to moving the plot along. Okay. But it gave you something to to not know about, and I like that. Gave you the credit to make up your own mind on what was going on, huh? Yeah. Uh, Kev, you still around? No, he's out. Yeah, I'm okay. here. Oh, you're there. Okay. <laughs> What'd you think about Green Room, man? Oh, this movie was hella good. I loved it. Um, it wasn't a horror movie. I don't know what everyone was talking about, but uh, what it is? was. It was just more of a thriller. Thr- 
anything. I mean, it wasn't. It has Nazis in it. That's horror. That's horror to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> were, were, I call it a horror movie. Oh, it's just like a just a real bloody thriller. I thought. I was about to say you see his fucking like arm. Slasher. His hand was about to fall off. Yeah, yeah, Naz, come on, dude. It's like a slasher movie, man. And the way sometimes was, they use guns, sometimes they use machetes, sometimes the way they his use hand, knives. his arm looked, and the way he was fucking screaming, he fucking sold that shit right there for me. Yeah, that was so fucking terrible. And the goddamn dogs. Oh yeah. Um, but it, it it was good, man. I thought everybody's performance in it. Um, Professor X, he was badass. Um, I just love the line when he goes, "Yeah, when they when they wanted to get reinforcements, and they told him to get those one guys, and they said, "Yeah, uh, red boot, red laces, and suspenders." I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that, that, that's when shit goes." <laughs> I know some some uh, red laces and red suspenders guys. I don't, I don't know if they're still doing it, but I, I do know some that I, I've met in my travels. I had some good conversations with these guys on what they believe in, and I was like. Okay, man. Believe in whatever you want to believe in. But, uh, they didn't have they didn't have an issue with me. So, um, but this movie was good, man. Uh, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it once it came out on uh, on Blu-ray. But I, I was blown away on how awesome this movie was. And uh, other than us and some other podcasts I listened to, not a lot of people were talking about this one. Really. So, yeah, I mean, all the horror shows I was listening to were, were talking about it, but mm-hmm. I, I, I tell my friends, have you seen Green Room? And they're like, never heard of it. Huh. So flew under the radar. Yeah, but I thought it was a really good a good movie. All the um, all the performances in it, everyone did their jobs. Uh, as far as the extra the extras of the skinhead guys, just because you have just because you don't have no hair and you get in your skin, it doesn't mean. You're you're a Nazi skinhead, <laughs> so, but just because I do have a lot of well, friends. That's, that's true. Some guys are just going bald and they shave it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there there was some guys in here that that weren't skinheads. There was one guy that looked like fucking Zach Morris with some glasses on. Yeah, like the, like all, like all the guys in um uh American History X. I, I was watching right. the make of that scene when they were at that little nazi skinhead party none of them were were real nazi skinheads they were yeah they were skinheads and they were and they were punks and everything i mean same thing with this i mean none of them uh were about that shit and if they were they they probably just kept it quiet but i mean you got to play the role here uh where they put the swastika on you and all right cool and you're gonna do it so but uh i thought all the performances were badass uh, i did love the um the dead kennedy song the nazi uh, punks fuck off uh, i was at a show one time well black flag not black flag dead kennedy's um when they did that uh back in the day in my teen years and i remember everybody piling onto the stage to sing with jello uh, <laughs> that was awesome and i also seen another band like uh before all the world fell apart with this pandemic they changed they changed the words a little bit they called um Nazi Trump, fuck off! Oh no, <laughs> that was that was that was funny because he goes, if you know this song, get up here. We all piled onto the stage and stuff. Right, but um, it was good. I mean, that was ballsy of them to sing that song in there, and there's like, like nobody was feeling it. Um, but hey, I mean, they 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 were they had the balls to do it. I wouldn't have done it, but 
Um, but once the, the, the shit went sideways and everything, I mean, it was just real intense uh, on what was going to happen. Like, how the fuck are these guys going to get out of there? Because in the, I think in reality, they wouldn't have gotten out. They would have all gotten killed. But Yeah, it would have been tough. Yeah, you got to move the movie along. But uh, I thought it was really good on what was going on. And as far as being out in the backwoods of Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, I've never been out there. I mean, I've been out in some backwoods in Oregon, but I never came across any places like that. That Not to say <laughs> that they're not there. I'm sure they're there, and I'm sure they're everywhere. But no, man, that, that shit was crazy on what was going on in this movie. But uh, I definitely uh, had to had to pick this one after I seen it. And uh, I loved it. I just, it was, the other thing was shocking for me was Patrick Stewart. Like, when when I heard that he was the, the leader, I was like, what? Um, but he sold his performance. I, I thought he, he did yeah, an amazing job. Yeah, he did it. He, he, he held them together, right? Yeah, well, he, again, he he's already got the hair. Part. Yeah, he looked right. The, so, <laughs> uh, it, it was cool. But yeah, man, this movie was awesome. Yeah, it sucks about Anton and... I, I saw him having a really, really good career. I mean, what he left us, I mean, I thought everything I've seen him in uh, w- was awesome. I really loved the uh, the Fright Night remake with him in that. And Odd Thomas, that was a good movie. Yeah, he was oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, Underrated. Yeah. Awesome is Chekhov. And um, it just sucked. I mean, I know this wasn't his last movie. I can't remember what his last movie was, but... Um, he did a he did a good job and all that. I mean, yeah, when they, as far as them all being up there playing, they they sold it to me. They looked like they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So, but, but yeah, I mean, overall, this movie was really really intense. Uh, I had one of my friends watch it, and he was like, "Man, he he almost shut it off. He was like, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it's kind of hard to watch, man. It's it's yeah, you know, yeah. It's, but, yeah. it's scary. It's like super tense the whole time, and then there's some things in there that make you go ah, and feel a little gross yeah like Imogen Poots's way to see if somebody's still alive yep that'll do it (laughs) and again I think he's dead (laughs) oh the dogs that always kills me man (laughs) there was a couple good fucking shotgun blasts to the head yeah Mm -hmm. oh I know that one we got a a machete to the neck Mm -hmm. yeah that one guy killed me. The one that was like actually trying to help him. I'm like, okay, this is their way out. Bam! Yeah. Shot oh, right in the head. <laughs> There's one thing they forgot, and then just bam. <laughs> I was like, apparently they didn't forget about. Yeah. Nope. Uh, no, man. I, I I agree with everything y'all said, and I've been jumping in on all your interviews that, or all your reviews anyway. So, uh, yeah, I totally agree. It's it's a great fucking movie, man. It, very tense. Yeah, it goes uh, by fast, right? It does. It goes it goes by real quick. And like it still feels kind of long, but like in a good way. Mhm. You know what I mean? Like like a lot happens, right? Yeah, like a lot happens. And uh and it all goes pretty rapid. There's not really any down moments in this movie. If there's a down moment it's to be like, "Holy fuck, did that just happen?" <laughs> So uh, I, I'll take it. I like it. Uh, let's do scores. Brian, what do you think? Nine on ten. Damn. Nice. Lance? Uh, I'll go seven and a half on this one. I I really enjoyed it. I think it was um, one of the better movies of that year. Probably would have made my top ten list. Yeah. 
Except I think that was the year before we started doing the podcast. Nez? Oh, I'll give this one a 10. It made my list. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, it wasn't made in the 80s. Are you sure it's a 10, Nez? Oh, man, this movie was awesome. I loved it. I wish I would have saw it in the theater. But uh, I, I love this movie. I I try to hype it up to all the people that never heard of it. Yeah. Um, it was streaming for a while. I'm not sure if it still is anymore. But um, when, whenever I, I get a chance to talk about it with friends that don't that don't watch these type of yeah. films. It's I on tell, Showtime right now. Okay. I He's tell them, I said, watch this shit because this shit is badass. Yeah, definitely attend in my book. Now, I, it's it's not the masterpiece that American History X is, but right. Dif- different still, movie, right. not as heavy, not as yes. heavy. Still pretty fucking good, man. I'm 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 gonna give it a nine. Also, I like it. Damn. Oh, okay. and then I wanted to tell our story about when we were where where were we at, Lance? Were we in uh, San Antonio? And um, what we, you were, we, <laughs> we, we, we were were we in the green room. I don't know, man. We walked. Did we run across this, a bunch of white We walked into this what? bar. You guys battled Nazis. Okay, uh, almost. Oh. We we walked into this bar, and uh, I was high as shit, so that I may have just been paranoid. <laughs> but um, like uh, we start jamming to the music that's going on okay. in there, and it's all very Irishy. And oh, uh, yeah. I that turn around and I one. start looking, and I'm like, man, these are like. Everybody's kind of dressed the same. Yeah, that was really scary. Yeah. Yes. Plus, we and, were tripping on acid. Yeah. And it was a, a little more than just Irish. It was like. No. Yeah, it was we? definitely a white supremacist group. It was definitely a bunch of skinheads, man. It may have been, man. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, I Phillip. just remember taking a drink and sitting back and looking around at the crew and oh, I was, at, at the whole crowd, and I was like. Oh my God! What did we walk into here? Something's different in here. <laughs> it was right on the Riverwalk too, right off the San Antonio yeah. Riverwalk. No, and then we were like, we we were going to the bathroom in the back, and then these yes! two guys were just fucking in there forever. And Lance is like, I'm gonna open the door, and I'm like, Oh my God! Please don't get me in a fight with these motherfuckers right now. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Real life green room, Philip. We could we could have had a green room. Very badly. Had I opened that bathroom door at just the wrong moment? I know, right? They could have been ice picking somebody in the head. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, I do remember that. Anyway, weird my, moment. <laughs> I I had a run in with with a couple one time, or a few of them. Uh huh. I was at a Slayer show. It was here in Reno, and um. Slayer, that doesn't seem like their bag. Um, if you listen to some of the lyrics, I mean, they're not, but yeah, a lot of these guys are misinterpreted it, maybe. They're, they're in, I mean, that one song, Angel of Death, when they're yeah. talking, yeah, okay. And uh, but anyway, Nazi lyrics in there, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm standing there in the middle of the circle pit, and everyone's just thrashing around, having a good time singing. But this big ass <laughs> dude, he reminded me of um. I think he was like Nako, that one big ass dude, uh, the guy that played Leatherface. <laughs> he, he was a skinhead in Higher Learning. He, he looked like. Yes. Uh, he was fucking huge. Not and, uh, Michael Rappaport. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Not Remy was garbage. Um, okay. The, the big dude, fucking. Um, I, I, I was, oh, the, the guy from the. He was in a 
what's that football movie? The program. Yeah, him. And wasn't he Zangief and Street Fighter? Yeah, and he was uh, the fucking uh, the dumb guy in fucking Batman Returns. Uh, Christopher Walken's son, the, the dumb fucking. I, I forgot Chip. Okay. <laughs> what a rabbit hole we're going down here. Anyway, that dude, he looked like those him. are some movies that need to be forgotten. <laughs> he was fucking huge, and um, I remember seeing him earlier, and they, they all the, the the red laces, everything. But then when mm-hmm. he took took his shirt off, I was looking at the tattoos on him, man, the, the SS, the swastikas, and okay. big white power uh, across his yeah. uh, across his back. Really? Andrew Bernowski. Yeah, that dude. That's like, the actor. Okay. Yeah. No, I was looking. It at wasn't him, him though, right? It was no, no. Other big, big. He looked. He reminded you. Yeah, he, he, just, he, he played a Nazi in a movie. Let's not. Let's not say something we shouldn't say here. Hold <laughs> no, on. he he looked like him. Uh, okay. Like that dude in Higher Learning. Um, yes. So, not him. Anyway, so I was like, I saw him. I was like, God damn, that guy's huge. And I was yeah. just looking at his tattoos, going, All right, this this guy's all about that life. So anyway, so I'm standing there rocking out, Slayer's fucking raging, and some dude threw his arm around me. Oh and boy! I, like I just fucking felt muscles on the back of my neck. <laughs> I was like, I was you. Most of the time, you touch me, and I don't. I don't know that dude. I'm fucking my fist are fine, but I fucking turned to him because he he came over and I, I, he was on my left, and huh? I. Looked I looked to my left to see who was had their arm around me, and it was that big fucker. I was like, I oh wasn't, boy. I wasn't. Oh even, boy! I was just all right. This is it. <laughs> I'm just gonna just take it. Ouch. But no, he he fucking grabbed me and he was fucking give me in a headlock, swinging me around, not like violently, but like he was like, yeah, fire! and then I was like, <laughs> okay, I was just kind of. Hanging in there, and then he let go, and he, he like grabbed me like like a little doll, and like my shoulders and mm-hmm. shook, yeah, scream, screaming in my face, Slayer! And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> these yeah, kind but, of stories are why guys like me need to toe the line and never end up in prison. I was like, <laughs> well, I, I, that's where I think a lot of those guys come from because I've never I seen one so. in the real world. I've seen a ton of them in prison, though. <laughs> oh yeah, you were a guard. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but it, yeah, you've so, literally you know, seen it. I they they all segregated completely into groups mm-hmm. over there, but and they all had their own little like I hung out and talked to all of them, which is part of the reason I left. I got along better with the prisoners than I did the rest of the guards. Well, I can imagine that. I mean, probably <laughs> it's probably a lot of a lot of people that take advantage of their position in there, right? Uh, a lot of people with bad attitudes, which you know, okay, you blame them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> who, who needs to be around that negativity, right? Yeah. If, if, I mean, the, the, the conversations I've had with, with the few that I knew, I mean, the, the fucking rhetoric shit that the, that they were spewing, I was I was like, all right. I mean, if, if that's what you're going to believe, cool. But I, I just I don't know. I don't I don't I don't get it. I, I see where they're coming. But. I mean, yeah, cool until they put it into action or yeah, you know, I mean, hypnotize I, I, some, you know, willing person into doing their bad deeds. You know what I mean? It, it was it was like the the guy in higher learning, uh, Michael yeah, Rappaport. Michael Rappaport, sure. It was like uh, the, one of the guys that he goes, yeah, I was uh, in some small little town. Everybody was picking on me. But then I met mm-hmm. this guy. He wow. 
I don't know what they told him, but he, he bought into it and everything. And I was like, all right, cool. And um, I I don't condone the stuff that they believe in, but I was I, it was interesting to sit there and listen to it. Because it's because, fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You you guys enjoy. <laughs> I'm That's what I'm saying. Like, how can you ask somebody what they believe and then they come up with some of that garbage and you're like, God, what? All right. <laughs> I, would, I was just fascinated with it. I was just sitting there listening to him like, all right. And then he, and he started asking me and I was telling him about my, my native beliefs. And uh, he was like agreeing with he was like, I mean, I wish I had something like that. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but I mean, just listening to those guys and, and seeing uh, all these movies and everything, especially in the in green room. Um, it, it's crazy. I mean, I do watch those movies. I mean, there, there's a lot of them out there. There's a really good one. It's called uh, The Believer with. um. Who who's the dude in the, the last Blade Runner and he was in the notebook and all that? Um no, Lance's guy, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that dude. If you guys ever if you haven't seen that one, check that one out. It's called The Believer. He was a skinhead in that, but he was Jewish. And yeah, check that one out. Um there's another one called Romper Stomper. It was good until they were started fighting over a girl and then it just then it got stupid. I think you can watch that one on YouTube. And I remember, but yeah, I I, I watched those, those little Nazi skinhead movies and everything. So, but but yeah, this one is is a a must watch because this movie awesome. Uh, on what I, was going, they make a great bad guy, you know. Like that's a scary fucking bad guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the the dude in uh, what was that um, good. That scene, I think, was the last story when uh, that one um, Crazy Kane or whatever the hell his name, when he was in prison and they, and they had him next to the cell uh, to some uh, Nazi skinhead guy. And he was right telling all this all the shit he was saying. But I mean, if you listen to what that that white guy was saying to the black dude, I mean, he made perfect sense uh, on what was going on uh, in, in the in the situation of, of that story in that movie, because he was. I mean, he was like, yeah, man, he goes, you're out there, you're in here because you're out there killing black people. And that dude goes, you're good in my book because you're out there doing our work for us. Ouch. OK, uh, let's I, move on. <laughs> I'm getting a little uncomfortable, guys. But that's <laughs> Tales from the Hood, man, that that movie, it, it made a lot of sense with, the, with what was going on in each of those stories. I mean, especially that one, that last story at the end, man, that, that one was crazy. But um. Yeah, just don't watch any of the sequels. <laughs> they get progressively yeah, worse. <laughs> two and uh, two and three, because yeah, uh, garbage. <laughs> but <laughs> definitely check out that first Tales from the Hood. That movie was awesome. All right. Well, we all recommend Green Room a lot. So great movie. Uh, let's see if we do the same on uh, We Need to Do Something. The name of the movie. Um, after Melissa and her family she seek shelter from a storm, they become trapped with no sign of rescue uh, in a bathroom. Hours turn to days, and Melissa comes to realize that she and her girlfriend, Amy, might have something to do with the horrors that threaten to tear her family and the entire world apart. Uh, Spoiler direct- alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I wish they'd uh, left that out of the description, man. Well, you get it in the trailer. It's- Okay, I know, but man, I kind of, uh, 
All right. <laughs> uh, director is Sean King O'Grady, um, also known for the documentary Land Grab. Um, actor Healy is uh, close friends with many actors he met at the beginning of his career at uh, Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago, including Michael Shannon, Tracy Letts, Nick Offerman, wow. and Chris Bauer. Big names. Um, he's an ex-member of the comedy sketch group, The Pretty Okay Ho-Hum Spectacular on Ice. That's a long name. <laughs> Great name. Great name. And that's the guy that played the dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him before. Mouthwash connoisseur. An asshole in this one. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Brian, do we need to do something? Um, I what mean, about, when... Oh, oh, really quick. What was this called? We I need to do it. something. Yeah. Okay. I, I I I didn't see the movie, so I won't oh, I won't, cool. I won't be able to chime in. But uh, I got a jet anyway. But um, everyone, thank you so much for uh, listening. Brian and I, we've been really well, mainly me, been lagging on, on uh, stream fiends and action returns. But we are definitely gonna put something out really soon, really quick. Um, I know you will. Yeah. Have just faith. The fire and all this other bullshit that's going on in my area is kind of just yeah. throwing. In, in Under, understandable, man. Yeah, you understandable. Thirty-one but, days uh, coming too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so, but I, I started on that. There's, there's uh, going to be a, a lot of single uh, shows of just me, but uh, Brian okay. are going to help me out as well. But um, Stream Fiends and the Action Returns is coming, and uh, we're going to do the All Out uh, AEW for uh, Wrestling Returns. But um, everyone, thank you so much for listening to all those shows. Definitely check us out uh, on everything that Brian uh, puts us on. And, uh, dude, you're the man. You're always a man. Again, I always got to give a shout-out to my brother because he just – we have so many new listeners because of Brian. So, I mean, I yep. horns up to you, brother. All right, guys. He's, I'm here. he's the glue. <laughs> all right. Appreciate you, Niz. All right, you guys. Peace. All right. Take care. Later. All right. We need to do something. Do we? But do we? Uh, if, that if is the question. I mean, if you're stuck in that room, I mean, what really can you do? You know, would would I go to the bathroom to barricade myself? Probably not. But well, if it's like a tornado or something, that's what you're supposed to do. Even though it's supposed to be in on like an interior room, and that obviously had yeah, an interior, interior room. Well, I'm fucking stupid, so I probably wouldn't go in the bathroom. And yeah. my bathroom is nowhere near the size of this bathroom. This was like <laughs> it's like fucking the, it's like master the room. bedroom size, but especially when he starts talking about the fucking walls, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. It's got. Yeah, I'm like, are you guys about. in a are you guys in a bathroom? You guys in a vault? I, I didn't <laughs> no, understand what story. was going on. But the walls are how 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 thick? <laughs> Six feet, he said. Six feet thick. That's true at all. Yeah, I don't either. I'm <laughs> yeah, not an architect, but uh, you know. once the movie uh, got started, I I didn't really know what to expect, but there mm-hmm. was there was a moment where the movie became something else, and I kind of I kind of dug, dug it after that. I I mm-hmm. kind of wanted to know the mystery. I I I like the flat. I'm Lance. I'm starting to like this uh, girl, this uh, Sierra McCormick from uh, I, American Horror Story. Yeah, I was about to say, all I could, I, I was just wondering when she was going to put the rubber suit on. <laughs> she, you know? Oh, she's the blonde one. Okay. Yeah, she left that in the other room. Oh, no, she was she was the daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. redhead. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, well, whatever. She had the, colors the, all over. <laughs> the daughter, yeah, the, there you the go. mom was from uh, 
the hills have eyes. She was really baby. And then I never realized that's, that's the girl. She was, well, she was the older sister in Hocus Pocus. No way. Yeah. I was, I just kept looking at her like you're familiar. Okay. And I started going through her, uh, IMDb and I'm like, Oh shit. I never really realized. Because uh, the young girl from Hocus Pocus is real famous now. Yeah. Uh, but her, maybe not so much, right? No. I mean, well, I guess okay. to us now, because right? we've seen a lot of these horror movies oh. she's been in. But okay. yeah, I, I I dug what was going on. You know, the is are they really trapped in this bathroom because of the storm or are they trapped in here because of sinister reasons because of the daughter and well pat healy plays such a fucking entertaining piece of shit (laughs) just him fucking losing it every now and then and then calming down and then losing it and then him constantly trying to fucking find some damn alcohol because he's a Mm -hmm. alcoholic and we get the we get the scene you haven't said that shit word for word to your phone at some point yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, when, that moment—I don't want to get—I want to spoil it. But the moment when they they hear something outside that door. Oh yeah, we got to be careful because yeah, this it is really just out. That I think that's the moment when it kind of because I, I was I was kind of mm-hmm. almost tapping out of this movie. Really? And then when I that never happened, was. okay. And then when because I I didn't know if this was just another disaster movie. And was anything going to really happen? But when that happened, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm invested to oh, see yeah. what, what was going oh, on. Oh, yeah. I agree. I dug all the performances outside of the, the kid. The kid was kind of fucking annoying. Yeah. But just once, once something happened to him, happened. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I can stand you now. So oh, cool. <laughs> Brian. Um, but, yeah, I think... Pat Healy fucking losing his shit was fucking really entertaining for me throughout this movie and the the shit he was saying and fucking right. about to do and willing to do. Yeah. I was like this guy is fucking insane and I I kind of dug where the movie left off because it, it mm-hmm. it's it still kept you in a mystery of what was going on. So Yeah. I I, I, I think this movie ended up uh I was when I picked this movie, I was interested. When I started watching it, I was kind of falling out of it. But by the end of the movie, I, I really ended up digging it. Nice, Lance. What'd you think? I was I, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't really know what to expect here, and I kind of like yeah. I was when we were watching the trailer, I thought like Brian said, it's going to be just another disaster movie. Talking about two tornadoes coming together or something like that or whatever the you know the kid was talking about, but I don't know. For me, this this movie was just uh, this was the Pat Healy show for me, and I kept picturing. I mean, I don't know if you guys thought like I did that Nicolas Cage would have been perfect in that role. Oh, this movie would have <laughs> he would have amped it up times a hundred. You think? I don't know. Pat Healy amped it up pretty damn good. No, <laughs> I I envision if Nick Cage was in this, we get Nick Cage from Mom and Dad. Oh yeah, he, definitely, definitely. But I mean, some of the things that Pat Healy did, I, I loved all the but, bombs that he dropped. I, I was Nick watching Cage. Nick Cage knows crazy evil. 
I, w- I was watching it with subtitles because uh, I-, I was watching it while we were driving. AJ was driving the car and listening to music, so I could hear it. I had my headphones on, but I had the subtitles on just make sure I didn't miss anything. And I, I, do you think this might be close to the world record for the number of f bombs dropped by one character in one movie? I don't know, but when he was doing it, I I, I was I liked how the son was kind of smiling at first. <laughs> yeah. He was hearing his dad say all these words. Absolutely going insane. I, I, I love the mystery of the two characters because I fortunately yeah, I, I didn't know a whole lot about this movie going in. So I kind of liked what you had with Melissa and Amy in their relationship. Um, and yeah, uh, there's no doubt she's she's definitely a, an up and coming actress. There's. I, I think she, we're going to see her in a lot of stuff over the I, years. I so Samuel L. Jackson's got you beat on the on the F word. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably way. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably right. Uh, the kid was just there. The little boy was just kind of there, but and definitely not a great actor. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like maybe the weakest link in the in the movie. But uh, I, I like the mystery of it. I like the way that it unfolded and you kind of started to learn why these two parents hate each other so much, <laughs> the things that kind of led up to it. And obviously this guy's lost his shit before this, this wasn't like his first freak out in, in, yeah. in his lifetime. <laughs> that much was obvious. Um, and I definitely, I don't want to say anything about what happens, but um, man, I've got a fear of snakes and they played on that in this movie <laughs> of times and I was freaking out watching it so um, pleasantly surprised Enjo- really enjoyed the movie yeah um, I think I think I'm kind of hanging out where Brian is on this movie like I didn't I didn't really start losing interest in the beginning I was mm-hmm. kind of waiting for him to do something I, I never lost interest at no point did I lose interest because I really wanted to know where this thing was going I, I was really, really, really wanting to know where we were headed, what got us to this point, what made these people the way they are, and what's going to hap- happen to them after that. And when they brought the uh, the the big thing in, you know, the big mm-hmm. uh, reveal or whatever, it it it, um, it got me even more. So, not once did I lose interest in this movie, and that's that that's a good sign. That's a good thing. I I actually kind of started losing interest once the weird stuff started happening. Okay. Just because it was like, it would, it would go so long in between weird stuff happening. And then they didn't, you didn't see really much of it. Did did you like, did you like the flashbacks? Um, yeah, I thought the flashbacks were cool. I thought they were, uh, pretty well timed. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and then they picked right back up in the story where they were. And I, and I liked that. And I'm I'm sure that this movie was trying to say something, and maybe I don't quite get it. It's possible, yeah. Kind of like that other movie we watched earlier this year, Brian. That we didn't get so much oh, no. the werewolf movie. Oh, that oh, what was it? Bloodthirsty. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, which is on uh, Amazon Prime now. So. Eh, and and it's definitely worth a watch. Don't don't think it's not worth a watch if you're and listening. I I think I think really my only. I, th- I kind of want to watch it again. And I do, I, too. I kind of wish I'd bought it instead of just rented it on Apple. I, I think my 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 biggest issue with this is the ending. And, and, and we'll get there. They leave it open. 
Yeah. <laughs> they definitely leave it open for something else to happen. But I don't think anything else will. <laughs> I know, not with a little indie movie like this, yeah. but um, you never know. I mean, it probably didn't take too much to make it, so yeah, they true. only had, what, a total of six actors in it at the most? But yeah, and some I of mean, them were just voices? <laughs> acting acting was great. Um, I, you know, and I don't, I don't totally hate the little kid. I think just little kid actors sometimes are kind yeah. of annoying. And he's in that kind of annoying. He's in that category big time. Yeah. You know you know who else I think could have pulled off Pat Healy's role? Hmm. Stick with me, guys. Michael Rooker. Oh, for sure. Right? Hmm. You don't think so? I don't know. Even when he kind of goes off, he's still likable. I can yeah. see him in that, man. Or uh, the guy that played the T-1000 in Terminator 2. Uh, Robert Patrick, is that his yeah. name? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him really lose it in a movie. Me neither. He's I always chill. He seems like he would have that look to him. Although, I, this guy did a really great job. Yeah, no doubt. And, and the blistering drinking scene, while is creepy, it's not what I thought it was. Right. Same here. Yeah. It happened a lot earlier in the movie than I thought it was going yeah, to, for did. sure. Needed a drink. Yeah. <laughs> then the alcohol swaps. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I guess, I guess <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do scores real quick and then we'll roll into spoilers. Okay. Brian? Um, I'm gonna give it a solid seven. Okay. I I enjoyed the acting. Um, I like where the story went. Um, I'm definitely uh, who was the director? Uh, Sean King O'Grady. I definitely am going to check out what he has next coming out. I thought he did a great job, and I thought this the story built up mystery really well and it just kept you wondering what was going on and I, I think that's where what really kept me in this movie if it if it was something else i think i would have tapped out earlier but seven yeah all right lance i'm, I'm going seven <laughs> definitely uh not in the top 10 for the year but um you know if we did like a top 50 it would probably be in there yeah yeah oh. 50 maybe 25 <laughs> Seven, seven's a good score. Um, yeah, I'm going to go six and a half for now, and then I think I'm going to need to watch it again. Because yeah. I'm not entirely sure it. I got the message, and I'm sure that we'll talk to that, uh, talk about that in a little bit. But, I mean, he did do an awful lot with not much. So, props on that. All right. Spoilers. Spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Pat Healy is a piece of shit in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was wondering, do you fucking love your son? Because when he's trying yeah, to fit his fucking... Terrible. His son has a big head. Let's let's I, get that out there. When he's trying to fit it through the door... Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I kind of laugh. But a little at the bit, same, right? At the same time, I'm like, that's fucked up. And then later, when his son fucking dies, he's <laughs> contemplating on eating him. 
<laughs> yeah, like how many days have they been stuck in this bathroom? A lot, a lot. I mean, they, they, they like... went out of their way to say that they didn't know how many days were, they were there. They quit keeping track of days. It kind of felt like only a day or two. Yeah, I know, that's what I was like thinking. It. And they're like ready to just eat whatever they can find. That fucking You know what? When he when he was when he was pushing his his son's head through the door, I thought they were gonna sh- show it burst like a watermelon. Uh, <laughs> kind of did movie. too. <laughs> oh, and then the, that moment I was talking about when the movie turned for me is when they thought uh-huh. they were petting the dog. Yes, right, right. And then yeah, that the dog was fucking weird talks, which the demon's was, voice or whatever, which was voiced by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. I didn't recognize this. Place. I like that. <laughs> you That's may get an extra cool. half point on that. Yeah, cool. when that happened and they and she ended up ripping out that tongue, I was yeah. like, okay, this this movie's going somewhere else. Than I know a, a it really movie. caught it. It caught me when it did that. That's what really uh, intrigued me. Wanted to I, see what was going to happen next. I so wanted to know what was going on outside when when they were talking to somebody and then you just heard like some kind of creature and then gunshots mm-hmm. and i'm yeah. just like what the fuck is happening outside maybe you don't want to go out there yeah well, but it was the kind of movie that uh went out of its way not to go there you know they wanted to keep it like you said brian one room horror that's what it what, what it was all about literally in this well, case and and maybe it had something to do with covid ah Hold up wow. in your house and you're not knowing what's going on outside. That's sort Real of what up. I always think. You just blew our minds, man. I think you just I think you figured but, it out, Brian. The world is ending outside and you can't leave your house. Yep. You know? Yep. But you can't see what's going on out there at the world. <laughs> I would and, bet you that if we were to research the inspiration for this, that's right up there. And when you're thinking you're petting a dog and it's really mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne licking your hand and mm-hmm. That's a problem. <laughs> I hate when that but, happens. But yeah, I think Pat Pat Healy was was fucking great in this movie, and just him selling this piece of shit role, and just him, just the way I don't know, like you just you can he you can tell he was a shit father, just the way he the way sure. he talked to his daughter, yeah, and how he treated his son. I mean, it it did seem like he he kind of had a better relationship with his son. But what he was willing to do to his son and eat him, I guess, yeah. after he just got done telling his daughter, his daughter, do you smell that? That's your mm-hmm. that's your brother over there decomposing. Yep. And then cut to the next scene. We need to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, everything was a little bit over the top like that. The the scene where they with it, where they had the dog thing come in was the first weird thing that happened. Right. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. they were in they were in a fucking shitty situation to begin with. And then that happens. And then the reaction to that is, oh, well, this tongue is still moving in the sink. We should probably fucking eat it. What? What? The, that's the reaction you have to demon dog jumping over your house. Right. And what I also have to say the mom was super understanding especially when she confessed to doing fucking witchcraft with her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, the father did overreact and, but I mean, kind of understandably, you know, 
you caused this, but the mom kind of was like, don't talk to my daughter like that, who just ended the world with her yeah. witchcraft. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. They were, they were trying to tell a story, and I don't, I'm not sure exactly what that story was. And then with the way that they ended it, it, like, nothing really happened. Yeah, which is cool. I kind of, I, I, I was not disappointed with the ending because I kind of liked the way they, the, they left it open ended. Like I kept thinking halfway through the movie, uh, maybe she's in purgatory or something because they. That's kept what I thought about death too. And stuff. Yeah, I thought that too. And then yeah. yet, like it was like your own private hell, and it might have been. We don't maybe. know. Yeah, I kind of envisioned uh, that one movie, but in a serious way. Uh, this is the end. The oh, Seth yeah. Rogen movie. Sure, yeah, sure. Like that was going on outside. Yeah. And that that's I got that because uh when the mom finally uh busted through the wall and got out, mm-hmm. the way she came back in and was just covered in blood and just completely frightened. Yeah, like, like we, there was a lot going on out there. Yeah, right? that that's what I was kind of envisioning going yeah, on. Outside. But but there was but there was one line that threw me off. Somebody uh toward the end said there's nothing really going on out there. And that's what I thought it was going to wrap up with. Like, it was all in their minds because of the spell that her and her friend had cast. Oh. That, like, nothing at all was going on, and there wasn't even a tree there. And I thought they were going to open the door and just walk out at that point. But, uh, yeah, then they twisted it with the mom coming back covered in blood. So, leaves a lot to the imagination, which is not a bad thing. Um, But I I was entertained the whole way through the movie. There wasn't one spot where I got bored. And I, I think uh, another issue that I have is when people get stuck in a room, right, in a house. And I mean, at least they addressed it, sort of. Or they okay. were like, "Oh, well, th- these walls are all tile, and that one's concrete, and that's tempered glass, and we can't." Yeah, they went out of their way to but, address like, it, huh? Why didn't they bring any food? And they brought a blanket. Yeah, no yeah, food. that's true. If they knew they were going to be there riding up the storm, I don't know if they would have brought food though. I mean, they probably thought they were going to be there for three or four hours tops. Yeah, you know, it's but just, still, it's, you got kids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you bring, you bring more some, than uh, a, a blanket and a deck of cards. <laughs> some fruit roll-ups or something, fish or something. Yeah, goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> but and it's not that hard to kick your way through a fucking sheetrock wall. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't I didn't get because there was kind of a I mean, it wasn't big enough to fit through, but there was a kind of a, a window glass. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's something in that bathroom that would have broken that glass. Mm, or at I, least I, I, unlodged it and kicked it out. Yeah, just right. to see what's going on outside and get a better mm-hmm. look. I, I didn't yeah. understand why that wasn't. Uh, but. There wasn't a lot of rational thinking going on in this room, so right. yeah, especially yeah. with Pat Healy in there. Yeah, <laughs> and the snake was definitely creepy. It was obviously fake yep. in a lot of parts, but right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was it was scary, even though it's not really how snakes act. Like they're oh not yeah, not at all. Us. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> snake was it was left. it a. Was it a regular snake? No, right. of course not. There's a demon <laughs> that's going to come not. chase you. But Yes. Just like the dog's tongue that kept moving an hour after they cut it out of its yeah. mouth. That was kind of sad, though. Him yeah. Asking his mom, telling him to talk about uh, when she was pregnant with him. And right. he just kind of slowly dies. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it was it was intense. <laughs> I was kind of surprised they went there with that kid. Yeah, and then the dad was like, "We need to fucking eat him right away." <laughs> what are you gonna cook him on? I just gonna eat some raw fucking <laughs> skin and chew, I guess. Yeah, he's like, find something to cut the flesh. So I was like, God, Lee, that's your son. <laughs> well, and then the girl eating the pieces of the tongue. Like, I don't know about you, but if something, I'm not a Klingon. If something's still moving, I'm not gonna eat it. I kind of felt like she was. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading more into it. Like she no, was dr- I think drawn I to eat. She was drawn to to eat it. Like yeah, she had to I consume it got or something. that feel too. Yep, yep, yep. That like that was part of her penance because she just kept doing it while everybody right. else was over and by the toilet, and she just kept forcing <laughs> it down. Yeah, uh, you got to be pretty hungry to get to that point. Yeah, no kidding. Have to be in there like a month. Yeah. <laughs> All right, any last-minute stuff? Are you guys ready to, to wrap it up? No, just, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Philip. I think this is probably one of those uh, you should watch it more than once. Yeah. Because there's probably little lines in there or, or things going on that probably better explain it than what we did, so. And, you know, I mean, maybe we need to do something as an appropriate name for this movie because uh, mm-hmm. they didn't really do anything. Do anything. <laughs> they just kind of talked about needing to yeah. do something. All right. Well, not a bad movie. Not Green Room, but, you know, uh, yeah. not not a, not a bad movie to pick, Brian. No, nice it was definitely get, interesting and different. Good, good to get all those little VOD uh, indies from time to time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. As always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, follow us everywhere except thehorrorreturns.com because we haven't put the, the page together yet. It's coming. But we will. We will. Eventually. <laughs> um, look for us on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, rate us and review us. Uh, next week, we're going to check out the new James Wan directed film, Phil. James uh, Wan directed. Uh, allegedly. Malignant. Yeah. No, nah, I've seen him. I've seen behind the scenes. All uh, right. He's, he's behind the camera and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, okay, so we're, is this like a giallo type thing? Because we're going yeah, it's, it's, to Tenab- Tenabre or Tenebre. Uh, yeah. Whatever you said for him, yeah. I, I, he said this is his foray into Giallo, Giallos. If I'm hmm. probably saying it wrong, and uh, yeah, Tenebre, Tenabre. I'm sure somebody's yelling at us. Oh yeah, is a Dario Argento Giallo. So Giallo week. All right. Well, yeah. If 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 Don from the Horror Mafia is listening, he's yelling at us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Uh, Phil, until the horror returns again, good night.